Well, we all have these these fears, these worries, and we're we're constantly trying to resist them and run from them, and we're tr- trying to seek comfort. But the less you try to control it, and you kind of just let life be, you try you kind of just let life flow. Um, you know that that's where life gets good because that. Welcome to another episode of the Michael Maloney Show where we take you on a journey around the world, exploring the stories of successful individuals and learning from their achievements and struggles. Join us as we delve into the why and how behind their accomplishments and discover how to live a more fulfilling life. Michael Maloney Show is all about personal development, business owners, high performers, just people who want to get more out of life, right? Uh, So many people want to be successful and they want to be healthy you know and they want to have cool friends that are doing amazing things and all these things but they don't know how to do that they don't know how to network they don't know how to start a business or they don't know how to look at the life from the point of view of an entrepreneur and it's not necessarily their fault it might be because they were brought up within a family where there was no entrepreneurism you know where they're both their parents work for somebody or and not that that dooms somebody, but maybe that was the reason why they, they're not up to speed with how it works, right? And so what this podcast is all about is just um, kind of opening the window or the door, so to speak, so that people can see into the lives of people like yourself, like myself, like the other ho- people that I've had on the show that just are go-getters, just are excited about life, want to get after it, you know, and, and, and a, a lot of the what I like to talk about too is like the struggles and you know, like how somebody thought they was going to go this way and it went that way or something like that. Just because that's how life is. I think some people get this unrealistic expectation that all the people that are quote unquote successful um, just have it easier that they have this extra element that allows them to get through life. And and that's not the way it is at all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many people try to run away from the fear. But you kind of have to dance with the fear. Yeah, exactly. Dance with the fear. That, I love that. Yeah, I, I heard that for the first time within the last year. I can't remember who was at a convention said, dance with your fears. Oh, it's Tony Robbins. He talks about that, about how if you let your fears take you, they're going to over, they're going to take you over. But if you, if you control your fears, you can actually use them. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of literally resisting the, the creation of life when you're, when you're running from the fear, you know what I mean? And, and, and I think I know where you're going with that, but from our, for the listener's point of view, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Well, we all have these, these fears, these worries, and we're, we're constantly trying to resist them and run from them. And we're trying to seek comfort, but the less you try to control it and you kind of just let life be, you try you kind of just let life flow. Um, you know, that, that's where life gets good because that, that means you can live in the present moment. You're not trying to go back to the past. You're not trying to predict the future. You're just trying to be right here, right now. And that's the only thing that actually exists is right now at this moment. True. Wow. Yeah, and more than likely, like, everything has led up to this point for a reason. Like, if, if there's something bad in your life, maybe it's like, you know, when you, when you reach that point in your path where it's like, okay, I need to either go this way or this way. And sometimes going the, the one way might be more difficult, but it might be necessary yeah. to get to where we want to go, you know. And like you said, I think some people just ignore ignore the, that or they just don't look at it the right way. They look, they look at it as a negative thing. And, um, 
you know, everything there in our life is there to service good or bad. You know, it's just, I look, you know how like a ping pinball machine, you know, you launch it up and there's like all those little things that like, shoom, 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 like shoot the ball all over the place. It's like, sure. I kind of look at like life events as that, you know, it like okay. it keeps pushing us back up, up, up. If we let it, you know, if, if we look at it the wrong way, we can let it push us back. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, yeah, life is kind of like a zigzag. Um, but like, how do we know what's good and what's bad? You know what I mean? Like just because a bad event happened and it was catastrophic and, you know, life's not going good, so to speak, but is it really bad? Because that struggle is going to end up getting you, it's, you're going to have to become a different person in order to overcome that struggle. And, you know, once you do, you know, life gets different, you get a different perspective on life and, you know, all of a sudden now you're a stronger person that can go through more in life. Man, yeah, I love it, that perspective. Yeah, so, so Zach, I first met you, God, it's crazy, it's probably been almost three years ago now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we met at a Tony Robbins seminar. It was uh, during prime COVID time, kind of funny. Yeah. Um, we actually all ended up getting COVID at the, at the end of it, but we, uh, <laughs> yeah. there was a Tony was Robbins seminar. Didn't <laughs> oh, you didn't get it? That's so funny. Yeah, I did it. Um, yeah, I got it pretty bad. Um, but yeah, we uh, we met there. It was like a Tony Robbins seminar, but it was a virtual one. But we ended up getting together and packing a theater full of, I don't know, 15, 20 people. Um, kind of rented out a mansion and we had, we had a good time. It was, uh, we all got to know each other at a really deep level. And yeah, man, it was a good experience. But yeah, that's, that's where we met. So at that time, what, at that time, I think, I, I can't remember what you were doing, but since that point, you've really started some different endeavors. So you have your own podcast as well, don't you, Zach? Yeah, it's called The Right Now Show. It's, it's more dedicated to people in, in my age range, you know, people in their 20s, you know, people that are, you know, they want to go for their dream. They don't know what their dream is. They don't know what their purpose is. Um, just people that want to get more out of life. And we just help them, you know, reach their full potential, change their perspective a little bit to, you know, be more positive minded and, and really go for their dreams. That's kind of what it's all about. Awesome. I love it. So the right now podcast, definitely check that out, everybody. Uh, but what else are you doing, Zach? Uh, I am a filmmaker. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily like to say filmmaker because I think it's more than that. Like I'm also kind of, I'm someone that helps you bring your story to life. Yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, I'm not just a person who carries around a camera and drone and a bunch of fancy camera equipment. Um, I, I help you tell your story and you know, my videos, I literally put like someone's entire life story, their ups and downs, the impact that they want to make the purpose that they're, they're trying to portray in their life. And I put that into like one, you know, two to five minute video. So it's almost like a mini documentary, a mini movie, so to speak. It's super cinematic. It has ups and downs and it kind of takes you on a roller coaster of a person's life. That's kind of what I do. Which is really powerful for somebody who's done a lot or been through a lot so that they can take that and impact other people, right? I mean, it's, for some yeah. people, it might be kind of like a brag to some extent, but really the, like where, where the magic is, at least in my opinion, is like where you're able to, like you said, create a biography or not a biography. Uh, um, what's the word? Biography is when you write it yourself. Yeah. Um, Isn't it? Or like do I auto, autobiography? I'm not yeah, sure. No, I'm, I'm not agreeing on those terms either. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. You, you had a, I was right at the beginning and I was just confused. But anyways, yeah. 
it, there's power in that because it's one thing to be able to sit down and give somebody a 30 second elevator pitch of like who you are, but just to be able to like send them a video, like, especially if you're a speaker or an event host or something and you wanted to like send something to somebody to like show them what you do or who you are, why you're credible to be able to teach. That's, that's super powerful. I really liked, and something I would like to comment on is how you said, I don't like, um, when, when I, when I call myself a videographer or whatever, or a video maker, because it's so much more than that. Because if you took all your equipment and set it on my desk and said, Mike, go use this. Yeah. It's more than just the equipment. It's, it's, it's like the mindset going into the creation of the, the video. Like you have to, and, and, and you obviously know it better than I do, but just to kind of paint it out, if you think about it in depth, um, I mean, you, you literally have to think about, okay, what angle do I want to take this picture, this video from? Like what, what kind of, how do I want to captivate my audience? Like, what am I going to do to really accurately depict what we're trying to portray here? Like that's, and that's exactly. not easy to do. You can't just go out there and press play and start recording and tell somebody to talk. I mean, I'm sure you use drones and, mm-hmm. you know, sound effects and, and lighting and all that good stuff. No, yeah, man, you're exactly right. Yeah, there's there's so much that goes into it. And a lot of it's, uh, you know, how do you open up the person that's in front of the camera too? how do you get them comfortable? So we have like a whole process that we put them through, you know, the right questions to ask, you know, when I sit someone down, like, I'm actually curious, like, actually, I don't have like my phone out, and I'm reading them questions. I'm just, I'm just uh, having a conversation with them sitting them down. And I'm just asking curious questions. But I, I know the whole formula of how we tell our stories and how to tell your story in a very exciting way to, to captivate the audience and make them curious about themselves. So yeah, we have a whole formula. It's very calculated. And uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, the camera angles, the lighting, you know, the different shots we're going to get the planning process. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun though. Yeah, Yeah. I bet. And it's cool because like with all them variables, you know, when it all comes together perfectly, that's gotta be all, that's gotta be a lot of, that's gonna be rewarding. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, that is probably 60% of the process is, uh, post-production, the editing in the editing room, just kind of trying to capture, like, uh, put this person's story together exactly. They, exactly the way that they wanted it. You know, the, the music, the different kinds of music that I use throughout the video, um, you know, what, like normally I do like an hour long video and I have to condense this hour long interview into three minutes. So I have to pick the very best part. So it's almost like putting a puzzle together. And uh, at first it's very meticulous and I have to be very patient with it. And then the story starts to come together and then you kind of just be really creative with it. That's the fun part. Yeah, that's awesome. Like I've seen some of your videos where it's like a drone on top of a trees and then, and then all of a sudden it just drops off. It's like, wow, that that's like, it catches your attention. Right. So Zach, forgive me for not knowing, where do you live again? I live in uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, okay, yeah, that's East, what I thought. Eastern Close part of Pennsylvania. Gosh, yeah. yeah, like in between okay. Philadelphia and New York, kind of like right smack in the middle. Awesome. Um, so I guess the reason I bring that up is because Zach, I, I know um, you can work you can work virtually with clients too. So like, let's say I have a client. Let's say I have a listener in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, they could. So am I right that they could reach out to you? You guys could like Zoom, get things going, figure out your shoot, and then. If, if the price is right and if they have the budget, they could literally probably fly you there. You would take video, yeah. you know, you'd do all your thing. And then, so you don't work oh, with yeah. just, just with people in Pennsylvania. Isn't that right? Yeah, I work with people. Honestly, I'd work with people anywhere. 
um, internationally too. I haven't gotten any oh. international projects yet, but yeah, I mean, I've kind of been all over the country. Like at the end of this week, I'm going to Nashville. After that, I'm going to Texas and then right. who knows where, you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. No, that's great because there's a lot of people that are in need of these services, you know, somebody who can even, they might even already have like content that they can send to you and have you edit up. Um, you know, so I just, I just thought I'd throw that out there. If anybody is in the need of a service like that. And you know, one thing I, I tell myself all the time is like massive action. Like if you think you need something, if you, if you think Zach might be of service to you, don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait till three weeks from now. Freaking when you're listening to this, literally pause this episode right now, get on Facebook, find Zach day and, and message him just, and, and guess what? If, if, if you're not meant to work together, you're not meant to work together. So just all you have to do is say, Hey Zach, my name is blah. I'm looking for services doing a video. All right. I need a video production for my event that I'm going to, or I want to be able to send something to companies to give them idea what I do, or I need something for my business so that I can make marketing. Uh, what, what would that look like? And then just get the conversation started. Uh, Zach, I'm just using you as an example. I do this all the time with all sorts of people on the internet. You know, it's like, Oh, this, this guy seems like he knows what he's doing. I wonder if we could work together. Let's hop on a zoom call and just talk about it. Like people are resources and uh, yeah. you know, I, when I say that, sometimes I feel bad because it's like, I don't want to, I don't want people to think, or I don't want people to take me the wrong way and think that like people are only good for what they bring to the table. Like that's not necessarily. Yeah, but we all, we all have certain yeah. gifts, right? We all have certain skills yeah. and gifts that God has given us and we're supposed to utilize those gifts. You know, that's our purpose. So at the end of the yeah, day, man. why not, why not help each other? Why not, we're better together at the end of the day. But yeah, man, exactly. I appreciate you kind of giving me a shout out there. Um, Instagram yeah. is probably the best way to capture me. It's I am Zach Day, Zach with an H. But um, yeah, I mean, if you want to reach out to me, that'd be awesome. I'm not a salesperson. Like I, like I actually don't, like we'll have a call and I will not sell you anything. Um, like I just want to get to know your story and if we can help each other out in the future, amazing. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not someone who's going to try to jam numbers down your throat. That's not the, the goal at the end of the day. That's awesome. I'm sure your clients really appreciate you not being like, Hey, do this, do this. And that's, it's much yeah. it's easier to trust somebody when they come from that angle of attack, like what you're doing. Uh, yeah. I'm here to help at the end of the day. So what led you into video editing and, and creating this content? I mean, have you always just had a kick for it or did you go to school or did you teach yourself? Uh, I did not go to school. Uh, I mean, there's so many online classes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I went to, I went to college, I went to college for two years, but it wasn't for filmmaking. It was literally just for general studies. Um, got my associate's degree, but, uh, I mean, I've been taking, yeah, I mean, I've been taking videos. I have always been the kid out with the camera. Like even in like middle school, I remember I had like an iPod and I would like film pranks in class. So like (laughs) I was one of those kids. Um, (laughs) And then, I mean, I had to, I was on a show called American Ninja Warrior and I had to make a submission video. Had to make a submission video for that. So I had to put, I used to make videos for that too, looking back on it. Um, Just like me on the course or me, like highlight videos of of stuff that I did. Um, If you guys don't know what American Ninja Warrior is, it's kind of like gymnastics, rock climbing, parkour and free running, kind of all put together. And they make the, basically the hardest obstacle course in the world. Um, so people all around the country, they compete in different regions. Then the best of the best from those regions go in Las Vegas and they compete for the championship. Um, and it's a million dollar prize if you win, if you beat the whole thing. 
Um, but yeah, I did that for a long time and I kind of started getting into filmmaking through that, just making highlight videos, making my submission video for the show, um, which is basically a video where it's like a three minute video and you basically just have to explain why you should be on the show and show highlights of yourself and what your story is. And, um, so let me kill you off real quick, Zach, if you don't mind. So what you just said there, you know, that three minute video you had to create for Ninja American Ninja Warrior. That video, yeah. the 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 more the more able you are to properly share your message and and show who you are through the like that video editing and all that had to have been important just in that submission itself, right? Because you're yeah. trying to push a message, and if you're mm-hmm. if it's a shitty choppy video, how do you do that? So I mean, that goes to show yeah. right there where you need that skill, or that skill needs to be present in order to make a quality quality video. That's that's yeah. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. I mean, the video had to be good. It's more about showing who you are and being able to portray that in a really captivating way. So yeah, video editing can help with that and like showing off your skills and just showing who your what your personality is on camera. That kind of all goes into that. But yeah, I got on that show when I was uh, 19. It was funny. They actually changed the age limit from 21 to 19. The year I turned 19. And, uh, I was, I was really good when I was that age. Um, I started when I was 15 and when I was like 16, 17, 18, I started winning competitions, like local competitions that they would host at, you know, local gyms and stuff like that. And then they started to form this league. Um, the first year they started this league, I placed number one in the entire country in this league. So going into that season, when I was 19, I was pretty sure I was going to get on the show just cause I knew I was a top prospect. And I, I also tested years prior on the American Ninja Warrior course. So, um, yeah, I mean, that was quite the experience in itself, American Ninja Warrior. And I mean, ultimately that's kind of what led me into filmmaking, but it's kind of still like a long story. Um, but I mean, should I go into the experience on American Ninja Warrior? Please do. Yeah. Sure. So, yeah, I mean, it was like a, I did it for about eight years. Like I said, um, competitions, you were doing that for about eight years. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I got into coaching, um, but yeah, I mean, a little bit about my experience on the show when I was 19, I actually went through something that was the hardest thing I ever went through in my life. Um, right before I went on the show, I'm talking about three weeks before, um, out of nowhere, my dad passes away with a heart attack. Right before uh, the show. yeah, Yeah. Right before the show, I actually got the call to be on the show at my dad's funeral. So, uh, oh I mean, literally out of nowhere, he, just, he came home one day, had a massive heart attack. Um, and he, he was everything to us, you know, he was the biggest mentor in my life. You know, he was my baseball coach. Um, he just taught me, you know, everything about life. He's always been like the number one supporter for me and my family. And, you know, so that was super hard. And then three weeks oh, later, man. you put me on an NBC TV show, primetime, 8 p.m., and here I am, you know, just went through the hardest thing I could possibly go through. And now I'm on TV and uh, I ended up doing pretty well, got through the first two rounds um, and I made it to Las Vegas and I was the youngest one ever to make it to Las Vegas at that time. So another two months go by and you kind of have like that little gap because other regions are going at it. And then um, I go to Las Vegas. I remember I was there for like eight days. I was basically in Vegas, like by myself. Um, and then, yeah, so I got, I got like two months of train, like between when I made it there and then 
when Vegas actually happened. Um, and my stage one run was like, the, there's four stages. Before we continue, I'd like to take a moment to share something I'm passionate about with you. If you're someone who is constantly striving for personal growth and loves surrounding yourself with other motivated individuals, you're going to want to hear about this. Check out growthgroupinc.com. This is an exclusive community made up of high achievers and dynamic entrepreneurs just like you. It's a space where like-minded individuals come together, collaborate, and support each other on their own journey to success. Growth Group is more than just a community. It's a collective mindset, a commitment to getting better every single day. We believe in the power of connection, collaboration, and constant growth. And we're confident that being part of this community will give you an unparalleled advantage on your path to success. So take a moment, visit growthgroupincorporated.com and join us as we elevate our lives together. Trust me, this is one investment in your future you will not regret. Now, let's get back to our conversation. Um, stage one is pretty difficult. There's a lot of like parkour and free running. Some of the obstacles are like 20 feet above water where you have to like slide down this track. It's almost like a roller coaster, but you're like holding onto a bar and then you slide to like you lache to another one and you catch it and then you, yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's super yeah. sketchy stuff. And, uh, Did I remember my first, get hurt pretty easily. Oh yeah. People get hurt all the time. <laughs> yeah. For sure. I'm the one I, right before I went, I think like 10, 10 before I went, someone like broke his ankle or tore his Achilles, whatever it was mm -hmm. on one of the obstacles. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, my stage one run, I remember there was like five seconds left, four or five seconds left. There's like this buzzer that beeps down when there's less than 10 seconds left. And uh, I'm like super winded. I'm climbing up this car going to have to finally finish the course. And I, I just slammed the buzzer and, uh, I made shirts that were dedicated to my dad. It said 4BD on the back, which is for Brian Day, which is my dad's name. And I remember I got to look out at the entire audience and just like point to the back of my shirt. And then, you know, there's like oh, a couple thousand people in the audience. I'm like on this pedestal. And it was just uh, probably like the proudest moment of my life because I could just dedicate that run to him. So yeah, Dude, it was super special. Amazing. Yeah. And then I went on to the next stage um, got really deep in it. I fell at the end, but I made it inside the top 10 <laughs> and, uh, I was rookie of the year, not, um, like officially, but I went further than all the rookies and, uh, yeah, man, it was, it was a crazy experience. I ended up doing it for one more year. Didn't do as well, did okay. Um, and then I kind of weeded out and I started um, getting more into entrepreneurship and growing with like personal development after that. And that kind of led me into starting a business where I actually built American Ninja Warrior courses at people's houses. I did that for about two years. We kind of went all around the East Coast and we built, pe you know, people ninja courses in their backyards or their basements or summer camps or at gyms. Um, so that was, that was really fun. Wow. And then after that, and I, I used to make videos do with uh, with all that stuff so we can market for our business. Like every build we did, I think we did 50 of them. I would make a video for pretty much every single one. Um, just like either, either the kids on the course or us on the course and just like trying to show off, you know, to the best of our abilities of, you know, what yeah. we actually did. And then I created an online platform on tutorials on how to do American Ninja Warrior. 
the, you know, like how to, how to build your grip strength, um, how to work your balance, the mindset of Ninja, you know, all the, the strategies, you know, to, to take on the course with you, all that kind of stuff. And I put it into like one platform on, you know, kind of like a teachable platform, if you guys know what that is. So I built that. That took me about six months to make. And that kind of led me down my filmmaking journey as well because I teamed up with like a film crew. They taught me some things. And uh, then I started working for Joshua. Joshua Gill, you know him. Oh, yeah. He owns a bunch of different businesses. He asked me to record one day. I recorded him and I started making them some content. I did some of his speaking gigs. And yeah. then he calls me up one day. He's like, do you want to start a, a business with me where, you know, we help tell people's stories to the world and we, you know, we um, help them, you know, grow their social media platforms with social media content. And, you know, I said yes. And that's kind of the story of how I got here. Wow. Awesome. So that's, that's what you're doing mostly now. Um, or that, that's, that's what you put most of your attention to every day now is helping people create their video, their brand videos, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly. Um, yeah. I mean, I film something called brand stories, which is kind of what I explained before, like someone's life story and a two to five minute video, almost like a mini documentary, but it's very cinematic. It's very exciting. It brings you through the ups and downs. And I also film like events. So if you have like a speaking event or uh, there was an event called like outdoor living mastery, where they taught people how to, um, you know, the hardscape landscape, how to build properly, um, the sales process, they kind of put this all into one event. So I, I made them a brand story and like, kind of like how they summed up their, and, and it summed sure. up their event. Um, so it's, there's like personal brand stories and there's organization brand stories. Um, and some, and then there's also social media content and sometimes there's things here and there like music videos that pop up, but I normally stay in like that, that storytelling realm because that's where, that's where I'm good at. And that's what I'm passionate about. Heck yeah. So tell me a little bit about like what it's been like starting a business because, you know, at, 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 and, and for most people at the beginning, it's kind of slow and you, you know, you have to have that discovery phase where you're like, people are finding out about you and you're getting your name out there. And, um, I mean, how's it been going overall? Yeah, I think business is, you know, how to be successful in business is so much more in networking and the relationships that you build. Because my first business, it was, uh, you know, the American Ninja Warrior thing I told you about. And I already knew almost everyone inside that community already. So when I started my business, it pretty much worked right away because I knew everyone that I wanted to market to. And I knew how to market to them. I knew what their struggles were. I knew what the, you know, what, what benefits they wanted to get out of my product. So I just built my product knowing everything about my target audience. Um, and you know, a lot of it's market first, I would say first it's branding, you know, how do you portray yourself online? Um, you know, your videos, your social media, your website, you know, how professional do you look? You know, what's your story? Do people know your story? Can they really relate to you? Can they really connect with you? So that's, that's kind of like the first step. And then it's just Mm. marketing. It's, uh, you know, being able to tell your message clearly and making sure that everyone knows exactly what you offer, um, and marketing with content. I'm going to networking events, all that kind of stuff. So that's like the biggest thing for me is in business is networking. Um, when I started this business, the filmmaking business, um, kind of the same thing. I, I went in with someone, my business partner, he owns like seven other businesses. So like I have that, he knows that people. network. He yeah. knows people. And then 
his people know people. So that kind of works out. And then like, he already knows all the systems and processes. He already made all the mistakes. So I already have that. So I would say, you know, the biggest thing is get someone who's already done it before get a mentor. Um, it's mm. so hard to do this alone. Um, cause you're going to make those mistakes or you could hire someone that already made the mistakes and they can tell you what to do and help you along that journey. So I would say get a mentor in business. Um, business coach or going to someone go in with someone and have a business partner that's that's been there before you know what I mean for sure just somebody who's done it before that way they can kind yeah. of see where you're going definitely yeah in that last segment there you said um, the a video must be relatable it must connect and it must be it must have clarity I think yeah. those three keys right there are crucial you know I mean that's mm-hmm huge like like we were just talking about like you could create some video and it could be beautiful but if your audience can't relate to it they're, they're not going to yeah. feel like they can be they can do the same thing just like right, connection yeah. connection and relation are kind of similar like 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 when you're watching like a disney movie and you're like feel emotional and like it's like an animal's dying or something and you feel sad it's mm. like you feel connected to that like that's that's gonna move you that's gonna cause you to want to listen more to this speaker on stage or maybe invest with this business or whatever, whatever the purpose of the video that you're making is. Right. And then obviously clarity. I mean, if it's all over the place, the, 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 the general theme of the video, if, if at one point they're, you know, it's just going all over, it's, it's going to be super unclear, unclear to the, to the viewer and, and their ability to take it in and actually conceptualize in, in the same, in the way that you want them to is going to be very difficult. For them to, for them to do that so that's that's huge man i um i think that's i think that's really i think re- to be relatable to be able to connect and to be clear i think that's mm-hmm. applicable to more than just video editing and, and video production i mean facebook yeah. post if you're trying to be an influencer and want to help people i mean you have to be relatable you have to be able to connect to people you have to be clear you know i mean if you want to be a, a successful parent you know, you have to be relatable. You have to be able to connect to your kids. You have to be clear on what you're trying to say, like what what you what you rely or what you what you expect. If you're yeah. a wrestling coach or a football coach, you know you can't. You know, it's it's so. If you're a boss and you're trying to instruct your employees, your teammates, um, you got to be relatable. Connect. You got to be able to connect to them and not just talk to them. And you have to be clear so that they know how to live and, and act the way that you want them to. I mean, there's so much value in that, and and that's. God, it's, 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 it's almost like an epiphany to me. Like when you said those words all within like 30, 30 words, I'm like, man, those, that's, that's gold right there. Like, that's awesome. Um, yeah, so man, thanks you summed that. that up perfectly. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm you also said something you know. in the beginning, you also said something in the beginning about, you know, you want to hear the struggles and you want to hear the conflicts. And that's something that I do in my videos too. It's actually, it's kind of how I start my videos actually, because that when you know someone's struggle and the conflict and the things that they went through in order to get to where they are, you're so much more likely to connect with them because that person yeah. is going deep. They're talking, they're talking not from their mind they're talking from their heart at that point. Mm-hmm. And you can feel that, you know that. So that, that's a great point. Um, and just like, you, you know, when like you kind of can pick up when people are bullshitting and you can pick up when people are being authentic, right? So For sure. when people go deep like that, they're obviously being authentic. And when you can, when you can truly relate to them, that is when, you know, you either, you either want to know more about that person, you almost become a fan of that person, or if they have a business and they have something that they offer, then, 
you know, you want to, you want to proceed forward. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's something, there's something to be said, like you said, like our bullshit meters are pretty freaking good anymore, you know? And if there's somebody up on stage and they're just bragging about themselves and talking about all their accomplishments and everything they've done and and not talking all about like the frustrations or the, the, you know, the frictions that they had to go through, who wants to trust that person? More than likely they're inflating everything they're talking about anyway. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's much more admirable and much more um, relatable when somebody comes out and talks about all the hardships. Cause like we talked about at the beginning of the episode, Zach, I think there's a misconception about successful people that everything's just easy, you know, and that we have it all figured out and it's not that it's just, we, we've developed this mindset of like, like we also talked about, like everything in life is there to serve us. You know, and and if something went wrong, it's like, okay, did we cause it to go wrong or was it something else? If it was something else, like how do we how do we predict this? How do we recognize us entering this slippery slope sooner? And if it was us, how do we prevent it? Like, what can I do to make myself a better person? What can I add to my schedule so that I'm better set up so that this doesn't happen again or whatever? You know, it's just taking ownership and what's going on, even if it's not necessarily your fault. But taking ownership and figuring out what's go what happened, why why the shit hit the fan, and then just moving forward, realizing that everything in life, good or bad, is there to serve us in some yeah. way. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, dude, the, the fact that your father passed away like that, and, and then you heard from Ninja Warrior at the funeral that they wanted you to come three weeks later and, and contest and 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 Dude, which by the way, I got goosebumps several times as you were telling that. You, you know, you standing on top of it when you when you pass that that segment or whatever, and, and we're pointing at your shirt, like like that is like you you said that is probably one of the most proud moments of your entire life. You know, and 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 don't take me wrong, I'm not saying it's a good thing that your father passed away, Zach. But look at what look yeah. at what happened from that, and like look mm-hmm. look at the people you impacted that heard that story. You know, and yeah. and. I mean, it's just, it's, and, and I'm sure it's led you to be a stronger person because you've went through that. And, and, yeah. and, you know, when you're having a shitty day, you're like, my father is there with me right now, you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. man, I'm just so proud of you. And I'm so grateful to have you as my friend and, and to know you and to, and to be able to share your message today. I mean, it's, there's not very many people that have gone through what you've gone in that short amount of time. And then, and then who performed so well within that same, you know, quarter of life or whatever you want to call it. I mean, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, that hits yeah, no, it's for sure. For sure. And, and, you know, just keep up everything you're doing. Um, you know, listeners, Zach, what was your Instagram again? It's a, uh, I am Zach day, Zach with an H. So Z A C H D A Y. Okay. Awesome. I am Zach day Instagram. That's, that's definitely what, what Zach saying is the best way to get a hold of him. Um, and, and just for anybody that's, like I talked about earlier, massive action, just send them a message, say, hey, Zach, can, do you mind hopping on a call? I'd love to talk to you about what I have going on. Or send them a text message and say, hey, this is what I got. How what would that look like? And you, know, you never know um, what could come from it. Zach's definitely motivated and he's not going to do you wrong. So I, I promise you that. Yeah. But um, hey, Zach, so at the end of my show, I always like to give my list or my, my um, guest just a moment to like, I don't know if you have something you live by or if, if there's anything that like you think would be beneficial for the, li- I mean, obviously we've talked about all kinds of beneficial stuff in this episode, but like something yeah, you can yeah. leave the listeners with before, before we log off. Excuse me. Yeah, man. 
Um, I mean, one thing that I do live by is is keep going. Like no matter if you're you're in your lows, you know, if you're in your bag, if you're in in between, or if you're in your highs, like just keep going. Take that one step forward every single day. You know, you don't gotta climb the whole mountain, so to speak, in one day because you're gonna go through those highs and lows in life. So at the end of the day, you just gotta keep going. And you know, I said it in the beginning of the episode, like try to live in the now because this is this is the only thing this is the only thing that we can possibly control is this moment right here. So you know, try try to try to let that go. Try to let those emotions go that are from the past and the future. Don't try to hold on to them. Let them flow, um, because when you when you can flow in life and you can live in the now, um, you know that that's what life really is, man. That that's 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 where all the good stuff is. So just try to live in the now and just no matter what, just keep going. And I just had a little mini epiphany, Zach. When you live in the oh, yeah. now, you, you're 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 present, right? Obviously, but like if you think about it, most people that are unhappy are either unhappy because of the past, like stuff that happened to them. They might play victim, think that like they yeah. got dealt a bad card, and they hold on to that, which prevents them from enjoying the now. Or they're so nervous and scared of the future that they they also live in the now, or they also are afraid to do certain things so they they all they're also just stressed out and unable to appreciate the now that's so exactly well think about a little think about a little kid like he he can't even he or she can't even like they don't even know about like the past and future they don't even like understand it so they have like no choice but to live in the now and you just think you know how present they are how happy they are they get curious about the randomest things like they see a stick on the ground they start playing with it you know what i mean so yeah. I don't know. It's almost like try to be more like a kid in some ways, right? Yeah, you know? for sure. That's so yeah. valuable. I mean, it's it, to some people be like, "What are you talking about? Be more like a kid." But it's like, do you remember when you were at <laughs> recess and you didn't care what you were doing until the lady blew her whistle and said, "You got to come inside." Like you know, it's like yeah. you don't care. You're just living exactly. in the present. Yes. Yeah. The reason I'm so uh, like fixated on this this whole concept of the now. I mean, my podcast is called the Right Now Show, by the way. So I, I am that. kind of in this realm because it means so much. But um, I'm reading two books. All right, I've read one book already. It's called Seven Spiritual Laws of, of Success. Um, amazing book. It, it talks kind of all about this concept. And then the book I'm reading right now is called The Untethered Soul. These two books, like they will change your whole perception, your whole perspective on life. Um, they, they go so deep, bro. Like I would, I would highly recommend them. Yeah. I'm going to order them right when I hop off of here. Like we're talking about massive action, right? (laughs) Um, yeah, absolutely. Cool. 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 No, that, that was a, you just dropped a gold bomb there at the end. You know, I know you already talked about (laughs) being present, but that's, that's so true. So, um, awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on Zach. We'll have to have you on again soon sometime. Um, Hang out here once sure. I press stop recording. But uh, yeah, thanks yeah. again for coming on. And um, for anybody that needs that would like to get a hold of Zach, I am Zach Day on Instagram. Correct? Yes, yes, sir. All right, sounds good. Thanks again, man. Have a great day. All right, guys. Take care. That was another episode of the Michael Maloney Show. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.